welcome back to Giovanni Andreoli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. Alright everyone, welcome back to the show. Today I'm here to talk about a really fun, off-the-beaten-path movie that I discovered recently and just felt compelled to talk about, and that is Hot Summer Nights. So in the summer of 1991, a sheltered teenage boy comes of age during a wild summer he spends on Cape Cod, getting rich from selling pot to gangsters, falling in love for the first time, partying, and eventually realizing that he is in over his head. So this is a movie that was recommended to me by uh, my teacher. Uh, he is a really cool guy, and we recommend movies to each other all the time. And admittedly, it can be hit and miss. He's definitely sent some things my way where I like watched it and I've been like, what the hell? You don't know me at all. But uh, this was one where he tells me to watch it, and like, you know, I look it up and I'm like, okay kind of like the vibe they're going for and I watched the trailer and I was like oh yeah this looks right up my alley and uh, I gotta tell you it absolutely was this is a really really great movie and I think one of the things I liked about it so much is that it falls into that category that I feel like I talk about a lot on the show but like whatever I can't help it it's my favorite kind of movie fast-paced movies with like quick editing and like narration mm, I love it and they gotta be breaking the law at least a little bit, or like vaguely breaking the law. I think I, like I said, like I said, I think I've talked about this a lot. Uh, but like uh, the, the the Social Network, um, you know, that's a great movie. That is my favorite movie. Um, Molly's Game, that's another great movie for that. Uh, and I think those are the two examples that I always cite. Actually, recently uh, I watched Fight Club for the first time, and I meant to review it, but I never really got around to it. Maybe I should double back, but uh, that's a good example of that too. But um, yeah, just like kind of wittier, snappy narration and um, like a lot of like quick edits. Man, I'm a sucker for a well-edited movie. I think it's such an underrated craft. And as someone who's edited things, even like you know, very, what would seem like very easy things, um, it, you know, it's just, it's a very tough skill. I mean, I've, uh, I've made like vlogs before of like family trips and stuff. And while it seems deceptively simple, there is an art to cutting at the right time and letting a shot go on long enough and be feeling like, oh, I wish I had just this much more coverage of this location or whatever, or just like one more second of, um, of this shot so it could just it could time to this music better or whatever like that is a very difficult craft and so I have a lot of appreciation for it when it's done very well and in this there's a lot of scenes where the editing is just it's just like quick 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 cuts of like uh, different like things at a party or something like that to kind of um, like get you into a new location and then there's a, a lot of really good montages and it's just it's it's really really well done and the the film overall looks great it's just a, a really great looking movie it's got a lot of really great colors and and lighting choices and the outfits and everything it all feels very authentic to the time period uh and i also like that it all feels authentic to the world they're trying to create like obviously this isn't perfectly realistic it's a little bit heightened and you're in like this kind of crazy situation but i think that the fact that the the world like visually it ties together so well and everything looks of a piece it it does put you in like this really cool sort of like i don't want to say alternate reality but like you know what i mean like just a bit of a heightened like experience i don't know i think it's really fun and just the character work also all the characters in this are very charming and um 
it can be a little bit frustrating towards the end. I mean, you understand why Daniel is continuously lying and just digging himself deeper and deeper into this hole with Hunter. But like at a certain point, it is it does start to feel like, dude, just come clean. Like it's only going to get worse the more you lie about this. But I mean, like on one hand, it's understandable. But on the other hand, it's like, dude, come on, just just say something. You're going to save yourself so much trouble down the line if you just come clean now. But still, like, the tension that's created between, like, the two best friends who don't know that they have the connection of, you know, one dating the other sister and, and like, all that. And, and then the sister doesn't know that, that her boyfriend's in cahoots with her brother and, th like, all that stuff. Like, it's a, I mean, it's a very classic trope and, and it's a bit, it's, it's like, not quite the liar revealed storyline, but it, it does have traces of that, that very archetypal story. But, um like just the tension that's generated with that and like stuff like the arcade scene or like that that scene when they're eating um the the clams or whatever and he's like you know if anyone touches my sister like i'll kill them and then he's just like joking but it's like oh but dude if you knew so yeah i like the way that they walk that line throughout the course of the movie it's definitely something that keeps it um like tense and interesting at a lot of points but even if that stuff wasn't there, this is just a really, really fun movie to watch. I think that it is just, like, very enjoyable through the vast majority of the runtime. Like, it's just very fun. It moves at a clip. The characters are really entertaining to watch bounce off of one another. And um, the romances at the center are just so charming. And man, do I just want to be caught up in, like, a whirlwind romance like that. I mean, I, I know it's, like, unrealistic and whatever, but, like, just beach town for the summer and you like meet a girl out at the drive-in and then you're just having picnics and like you know chilling on the hood of a corvette and like walking around the fair and just like all this stuff it's like ah just seems magical and i think that that is very well done on the part of the filmmakers though because i think that's intentional like it's supposed to feel magical and i think that it does so yeah, they do a really good job of pulling all that together, and uh, all the performances are great. The writing is good. I've touched on the editing and the the, um, the lighting and shots a lot, but that's all very well done. And uh, yeah, overall, I just really like this movie, and all the way down to the ending. I like the ending a lot, too. It is a very melancholy note to leave what I thought was, for the large part, a very enjoyable movie, but still, you know, not, you know, you don't always need a, a happy ending. I think sometimes... Having something bittersweet makes you appreciate more the stuff that came before it. And then if you go back to watch it again, you know, seeing all that stuff, it kind of recontextualizes the experience for you. And you're so, sort of watching all these happy events unfold, but you know disaster is right around the corner. So, yeah, um, I, I enjoy this a lot. And I think that it's probably flown under a lot of people's radar. Um, maybe not so much because Timothy Chalamet is in it. Um, and he obviously is one of the, the biggest actors in the world right now. And I really like him. I've been watching a lot of his movies lately. Um, but yeah, I mean, I still feel like this is one of his that's not quite as well known. So I would highly recommend it. And uh, if you're feeling like that summer vibe, you know, that you're, you're kind of craving it because it's, it's pretty cold right now. Um, I think this is perfect for that. So yeah, I would recommend it. All right, before we get out of here, I want to say that I'm grateful for just a tremendous lazy day. I haven't really done that much today. Um, I watched, what did I watch this morning? Uh, 
I watched Big Time Adolescence, um, the Pete Davidson movie on Hulu. That was pretty good. Um, and I watched... I don't know why I can't remember. <laughs> what else did I watch this morning? Uh... <laughs> I don't know. Well, anyway... Um, oh, Miss Stevens. I watched Miss Stevens. I said I was watching a lot of Timothy Chalamet movies. That is one of his very early ones. Um, that was interesting. I don't know. I've been feeling... Uh, I go through periods where I get more into, like, artsier, off-the-beaten-path movies, and then somewhere I'm, I'm like, totally mainstream, and I'm sort of in a more artsy movie feel right now. Of the two, I think I liked uh, Big Time Adolescence better, but Miss Stevens was, was still pretty solid. Um... I don't know. I liked a lot of parts about it, but I didn't totally love how it wrapped up. I don't know. But uh, that that's not important. I just I mean, figured I could give my brief takes on those movies, but that's not really what's important. What's important is that it was just a nice day to do nothing. I had more than enough time to just sit on the couch for like three hours and just watch two movies. And, um, you know, got a nice big breakfast, made myself coffee, and I just kind of hung around and that feels great because I don't really get the opportunity to do that a lot you know I, I usually work um, like Monday through Saturday and I have I have practice all the time and I have uh, you know I have school on Mondays and it's just you know it's like a lot and so it's fun when you can just catch like a nice solid day off with like really no commitments except for a Super Bowl party in like two hours but like dude I'm so excited for that. So, yeah. Oh, also, this is a longer grateful than normal, but, like, it's just treated as more of a recap than a grateful, just a recap of my morning. Uh, I watched the trailer for Jordan Peele's new movie, Nope. Dude, oh, can't wait. This guy, man, he's he's a genius. I've, I have watched, I genuinely, I think, every single Keen Peele skit. I'm a huge fan of of that show and I will follow them wherever they go and this turn in Jordan Peele's career is just it's such an unexpected thing like if you look at where he came from to what he's doing now it's so unexpected but like it's just it's so interesting and and based on that teaser for this trailer like that little 30 second thing that dropped yesterday or or Friday whatever um it seems like he's maybe building his own sort of cinematic universe of some kind or something I don't know but this looks really, really intriguing. I don't totally, you know, understand what it's about, but I just the glimpses that you get in the trailer, it looks really damn cool. So I'm very excited for that. And uh, yeah, that that was another thing I did this morning. All right, I am gonna get out of here. So you you know the drill: rate, re, rate, review, subscribe. If you get your podcast five stars, super helpful. After that, you can go ahead and tell your friends about the show if you think they would enjoy it. Word of mouth is one of the best ways to spread the word about the co the podcast. So thank you if you've done all that, and thank you in advance if you're going to. But in the meantime, thank you as always for listening. That's the most important thing that you do for me. And yeah, until next time, have a good one.